Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? John DeRollins. Excuse me, Sora. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. And boy, what a weekend of football we got. Oh my God, that was insane. As my uncle would say, God damn. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. I like that. That's good. <clears throat> That's how I felt, man. And uh, I watched the first half of the last game, I fell asleep. And then I woke up with the Chiefs Bills game, which we'll get into later. But uh, mm. I watched the rest in my bed. Um, the next morning, and Sandra was going around the house, you know, getting ready for work and stuff. And I'm just mm. laying in the bed watching on the uh, condensed version of it. And at mm. the end of the game, I, I kept going, "What? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's funny because I was like, because I watched, uh, <laughs> I saw, I watched the Rams Bucks game, and then you know the the Bills Chiefs game kind of started pretty much right after that." Uh, and I watched Buffalo's first drive mm. and was like, God, I really want to watch this game, but I'm so yeah, tired. Exactly. Fuck this. I, w- I woke up the next morning. It was just in total shock when I saw the score. And then when I started to realize, when I looked at the box score, I was like, I, I don't normally rewatch the game, yeah. like the whole game. I was like, I got to watch this game. Yeah, and, so I, I, right I, and I kept like texting you like, Holy crap! What yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> that was nuts. It was insane, man. We got a treat after a dud of a weekend last weekend. Mm. We sure got our money's worth this weekend. Yeah, but uh, I guess we could go in order through the. First of all, I got slaughtered. Then you got a you ran the ran the table right on flip them pick them. Eh, what did I do with it? <clears throat> no, you won one game. Oh, thank goodness. Um. You won the last game. Yeah, you I got, thought the picked, I thought the Bills the were gonna pull win that game. Like there was a point when I was like, "Am I gonna lose and <laughs> and get swept on a, a divisional week and flip them, pick them?" Yeah, you 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 got one out of four right, so that was not good. No, uh, I did the same thing to my son. Actually, I got him. I caught up to him. Oh, nice. He was way ahead of me. Yeah, but you were already <clears throat> ahead of, of me, so that's true. So yeah, that sucks. you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. And flip him and pick him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, we want to go through it game by game. Tennessee and Cincinnati gave us a good game. I mean, Zach Taylor does it again. Am I right? <laughs> the fuck out of here. Well, it, rough- you know what I liked though. <laughs> He's not with that analytic shit. No. That's one yeah. thing I like about him is he just like, oh, let's take the point. I was thinking, here's here's I want to give um I want to give Zach Taylor uh a nickname. Uh and I'm gonna let him borrow the nickname Old Rough and Ready. Now, 
this old rough and ready was the nickname of the 12th president of the United States, whose name is also Zachary Taylor. Okay. okay. All right. And Zachary Taylor, he has a funny death story. Fourth uh, of July, uh, he's he's you know goes to a party. Uh, he decides to take a walk down the Potomac River. Imagine the president just ah, eh, just gonna go for a walk down the river. Uh, <clears throat> he gets a little hot. He goes home. He drinks a bunch of water and milk and eats a bunch of cherries. And for some reason, there was like a weird reaction between the cherries and the milk. And it created this like bacterial sort of explosion in his stomach uh, that led to him dying five days later. (laughs) What? As president, a sitting president? Yeah. Yeah. He died in office. He did. And he said he caught when he knew he was going to die, he called his wife into the room and he said, I've always done my duty. I am ready to die. My only regret is for the friends I leave behind. Oh, and all those goddamn cherries and milk that I had. (laughs) (laughs) I like Zachary. This is my new favorite president. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So apparently had this weird acidic reaction in his stomach. I I, I don't know exactly how to explain it. Now, the reason why I bring this up is um, only because there, there were moments late in this game Mm-hmm. Which we will obviously get to, where the Bengals n- nearly suffered a, 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 an equally quick and foolish death due to some of the decisions that were made. Okay, <laughs> right? Like, had they lost this game, this would have been the equivalent of dying while eating cherries and drinking milk. I yeah. think, in a weird way. Um, <clears throat> but the fun part going into the game, I thought, was you know, obviously, you know, there was a lot of excitement sort of swirling around the fact that Derrick Henry was was back. That was a big topic uh, yeah. of, of discussion. Um, but Ryan Tannehill basically took care of that narrative by throwing an interception on the first play of the game. <laughs> uh, the, the first of three interceptions on the day, yeah. all of which came at like quite possibly the worst possible times that you could yeah. throw an interception, right? He had one that's, on the first play of the Tannehill. game. Classic. He had one of the first play of the game. First drive of the second half, and basically, like, the last one was to, to set up for the game-winning field goal. Yeah. Um, just dreadful. This game stayed close all the way through, by and large, because Despite of the Despite all of the turnovers, too. Despite all the turnovers, but it was, by and large, because the Titans' defense was just, like, literally occupying the backfield and just crushing Joe Burrow. Oh, my Nine, gosh. Nine total sacks yeah, for man. 68 lost yards. This guy, I don't even know how they didn't. Ooh, you know he did. I, <laughs> I was I was supremely concerned for his well-being throughout yeah, the man. entirety of this game. And they were like, oh, he's they're coming up on the sack. <laughs> oh, he's sacked again. It's like, God damn. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was just getting uh, tore up, man. Yeah. Now, yeah. the Bengals only had one sack in the game, but they were not to be outdone given how well that they were able to minimize the Titans run game, in my opinion. Yeah. Like they quietly, I mean, sacks are obviously sexier than, you yeah. know, stopping the run. Uh, but they kind of quietly did a fantastic job in this game. Yeah, they did. And uh, I was surprised the defense carried them like that. Cause I thought it was going to be, they were going to try to like do shootout type of stuff, but then they were, they would get stopped and, you know, kick the field goal and, like, believe in the defense. It was a good, mm-hmm. steady performance by Zach Taylor outcoached possibly coach of the year. I, 
I actually kind of agree with that. Um, Henry had 62 yards on 20 carries. Foreman had 66 yards on four carries, which, you know, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback this thing. But, you know, I, I we had talked about this last week that, I mean, I thought it would be maybe a better idea to sort of do a running back by committee thing, like balance yeah. out those carries a little bit. Because Foreman, um, you know, I mean, obviously one of, I think one of those, one of those four carries was like a 34-yard pop. Yeah. by Foreman. Um, but still, he only carried the ball four times. Maybe give it to him six more times and see what happens. You know what I mean? Maybe like, give it to him on third and one. And don't or, get in the shotgun. Or fourth and goal, yeah. where they also got stopped. Yeah, it's like the fourth and goal, like they did what? A trap? Like what? Well, you yeah, let one guy, like you, by design, you let somebody free so you can nip them off and then the guy gets to the... What? What they're overthinking it, man. All of these coaches overthink it. Yeah, because I mean they were doing a great job in the first half. They held the Bengals to field goals in the first half. Yeah. Uh they got their Derrick Henry touchdown run, but they failed to get the two point conversion. So it's like nine to six at the half. Um and even at the half, it kind of felt like you whoa, 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 whoa. don't just say they failed to get a two point conversion. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. That there was a, a offsides or something like that, or neutral zone zone infraction. And that's what let them go to the one yard line. True, yeah. I, then I they decided to go for two, which is like, just take your fucking point. What are you doing? Just kick it. What mm. is going on? So they think, oh, we got one yard, and then they that's and then they tried that bullshit and uh, yeah. don't get the two point conversion, which is like you didn't need it. Uh, these mm. I don't understand it, man. Maybe I'm just too old school in my thinking of football, but why? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I guess um, to make Cincinnati have to try to do it. I don't know. I mean, despite how the first half played out, I still kind of felt like the Bengals were the better, better team at the half, and the numbers bear that out. I mean, despite the fact that he, I think he had, I think they had sacked him five times by the half, and Burrow wow. still was he was Burrow was still seventeen for twenty four, two hundred thirty six yards passing at the half. Um, but you know. The, the sacks obviously killed the drives and forced them to right. kick field goals. So I thought it was kind of interesting that the Bengals came out and essentially just said, like, look, we are the better team. We just need to keep what we're doing what we're doing, um, and let's try to prevent these sacks, which they didn't do because clearly there were four more in the second half. Um, but the Bengals' first drive of the second half showed something that I did not expect out of Zach Taylor – um, which was essentially their ability to assess and adjust because they came out and started feeding the ball to Joe Mixon, which I thought yep. was very smart. Yep. Like that was how they decided to solve it, you know, at least in the short term. Um, the Titans did get another sack on that drive, but, you know, on a nine-play drive, six of the plays, I think, were were run plays. Five of them, I think, went to Mixon, right, who, eventually, who eventually did score their first touchdown of the game to give him a 16 to six lead. Um, that was a great, a really smart adjustment by Zach Taylor. I think. Yeah. They're daring um, you to beat up with the run. So then you know, make them prove they can stop the run. But the problem was that the Titans came back with essentially the same game plan feeding yeah. Henry, but it wasn't until Foreman popped off. It was a 54, 54 yard run that he pops off uh, where it, it kind of started to look like they were feeding the wrong bell cow. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they really fucked up when they decided to lean on Tannehill, um, you know, which resulted in 
you know, the the second pick of the game was is the that one the Mike... one that was like, is this a catch? No, no, that was the Titans interception that came oh, yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, but this is the one where like, Mike Hilton jumped up. Like, and... what is a catch, man? Who knows? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, um, the Bengals. Let's see. They did not manage to score after the pick that they got, which, again, thanks to the Titans' D. Um, you know, but now the Titans were starting to look a little desperate at this point, right? Yep. Which which meant that they had to lean on Tannehill even more, um, which actually, to be fair, started to work a little bit. You know, the – the I mean, AJ that – Brown, that throw to A.J. Yeah. Brown, goddamn. That catch where the DB is, like, holding his arm, so he's like, fuck it, I'll just catch it with my other arm. And no flag. Um and then, okay, let's talk about this controversial pick a little bit, okay. shall we? Yeah. Um, what's your take on it? What did you think about it? Did you think it was interception? I've heard somebody say that if you look at it in 100 bars, how many bars, what are the people in the bars going to say? Okay. Are they going to be like, that was a catch, that was, an, that was not a catch? <clears throat> in that test, you'd say it's a catch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the ball does touch the ground. And then you wonder if the ball helps. It can't hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, I will say I, I don't typically go to bars to attain um, yeah. <laughs> wisdom, wisdom and knowledge. No, that's just, they're just um, saying like um, the, the people who watch the game should look at it and be like, oh, man, he caught that ball. You don't feel robbed. Like when you look at the right. Des Bryant thing. You know what I mean? From the one that started all of this, is it a catch it sure. on the, through the fall or whatever? Most people should look at it and, you know, it helps football if people look at it and we're all seeing the same thing. Mm. But when you have something like a catch and then a foot, what's a football move? Like all of this shit, man, it's really difficult. And, uh, but it's when a I weird, look at it, it looks like a catch. <laughs> to me, it's a weird one because I could understand both arguments yep honestly um because the ball does touch the ground in this case in my personal opinion i don't feel like he used the ball to secure the cat or i don't think he used the ground to secure the catch agreed that's how i felt too but that's why i so that's why i think but you know i can also understand if you're going to be a purist like if the ball touches the ground then it's not a catch but Um, i feel like if you talk to 100 people maybe not in a bar but a hundred right. people that know um, that have played catch before, they're like, sure. "Oh, he caught that." Yeah, seventy of them will say, "He caught that." I, I, I like the call. I like the call that they made. I thought it was the right call. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, let's see. Yeah, that was when it, that after that that was the drive that led to that amazing AJ Brown yeah. touchdown catch. So now it's tied. Uh, at the end of the third quarter, sixteen to six, um, and at that point, when we were we were all four of us watching the game together uh, with the family, <clears throat> I have not seen my daughter Saga shit her pants so bad since the days when it was my job to change her diapers. To be honest <laughs> with you, like the Bengals, yeah, it looked like they were, it looked like, and for me, there was like at that point in the game, I was like. I had always felt like Tennessee was going to come back. I felt like they were going to figure it out. And then there'll be questions. I was already thinking about next week when they do come back. And then they they get questioned about if they belong there. Because they've been kind of the team that people kind of like disregarded, even though they were the one seed. 
but but here's the thing that really impressed me at that at this point in the game was like a lot of people sort of look at a guy like Jamar Chase and and say like okay fine he's fast he can catch the ball he's a good route runner I think he's more than that because he showed an ability at this point in the game to go beyond this, this uh, stereotype of just being a good route runner and just making dudes miss. Yeah. Like, like, it's like a part it, returner. It, it, yeah. It almost kind of not as obviously we'll get to Tyreek Hill later. He's not in that nah, stratosphere nah. quite yet, but he uh, did what he no, had to do, man. In the, in the big spots, he did what he had to do. He moved the, moved he the sticks, uh, uh, helped his quarterback out. Who's getting, who's under siege oh. and, and the defenses were, on him, yeah, and he just made stuff happen. So I was, but really even that play. drive that I'm I'm referring to got absolutely murdered by a Matt Ryan esque sack. It was the oh, seventh yeah. sack of the game that resulted in that 16 oh, yeah, we yard loss. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, this dude's getting Matt Ryan all over the place. Yeah, it happened <laughs> twice in the game. Two Matt Ryan specials. Yep, but the Bengals D followed up um, by. The, the the stopping Derrick Henry on fourth and one, uh, forcing them to turn the ball over on downs. So that was a huge play. After the um, third and one debacle. This is when they lost the game. Yeah. I, think. I felt like this is when they just were like, there was a desperation call. You're in third. Like, they overthought it. The third down play. Uh, and then they made it fourth and longer. Because it was third and one. Then it turns into like fourth and two and a half, three. Yeah. And then uh, they're, they're like, oh, well, we got Henry here. And then... It- yeah. It's so like I couldn't be a Titans fan. I'd be pissed. But yeah, exactly. It and especially when their defense gave them such a great chance to win this game because they yeah. you know, even even on the next drive they followed it up with two sacks uh, uh, uh you know to stop the Bengals drive on on that one. Like both defenses were just uh, unreal. Um which event, which essentially brought us up towards the end of the game, right? The Titans have the ball at the two-minute warning on their own 16-yard line. They start marching down the field, managing the clock. But on the fifth play of this drive, Tannehill throws in the double coverage. Eli Apple tip, tips it up. Logan Wilson picks it off somewhere around the Bengals' 47-yard line. And the funny, saga was so funny. She was like – she was staring at her phone – at that point, like assuming they were going to lose, like yeah. trying to ignore the, the Bengals were getting ready to lose. But as soon as that pick happened, her phone and her mouth basically hit the floor at the same time. Like, she was just like <laughs> up on the edge of her seat uh, as Burrow hit chase for 20 yard chunk play. They got the Bengals in field goal range. A few plays later, Money Mac. Rookie field goal kicker Evan McPherson strolls out Man. and kicks this fifty-two yard game winner. Zeros on the clock for the nineteen sixteen win. I, and, just and all, all this swag. like just all swag. And you gotta love all this this post game stuff, you know, where Burrow uh, says that that he kind of basically said, "Yep, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship, boys." <laughs> it's like this <laughs> fucking kid. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and the funny, the thing about, okay, the last thing about the sacks, Burrow tied Warren Moon for the most times being sacked in a playoff game, um, but still coming out with a victory. Oh, wow. He's the only player to ever do it. Well, that's funny because it's the same franchise. <laughs> I know. 
Safe and right it's there. always funny to hear Warren Moon's name kind of get thrown out there. Yeah, man. Was, uh, Tennessee was... broke the record to become the first team in NFL history to record nine sacks in a playoff game um, and still lose. Damn. Uh, I, you kind of have to look at Tannehill if you're going to have that conversation, <laughs> right? Uh, and Vrabel. And I Vrabel. think you got to look at Vrabel, say, too. Because I agree game. with you. I agree with you. The the only part that what, okay, going back to what we originally spoke about when we started talking about this game. Yeah, I'm looking at thing, I'm looking at this shit right now, man. The third and one, and they're in the shotgun, and it just like burns my body to watch that shit. That the the play the, the timeout that never happened. Okay. This is the one that brings me back to Zach Taylor. Like he was trying to call timeout. Yes, yeah, we were talking about it. I forgot about that. <laughs> He was he was over there on the sidelines trying to call timeout, which would have negated that final inter was it the final interception? Yeah. Right? Had the refs seen him, they it's wouldn't over. have gotten that play. Yeah. So that was how close he came to that that glass of milk and that bowl of cherries. <laughs> <Zach Taylor. laughs> that uh and then the defense, it felt like they were they just had the offensive line's number. Maybe it was a matchup thing. I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. but he was really under siege, and it makes uh, Joe Burrow look even better that he was under siege like that and still was making stuff happen. Only one sack could be attributed to him holding the ball too long. The rest of it was just, you know, he, uh, and then he would almost get away sometimes, and then another guy would be there. So he yeah, was playing his he, ass off, man. He had no chance to escape. He was – he played a hell of a game. Yeah, he did. And uh, <laughs> Tannehill took the blame, too, after the game. Oh, did he? What did he say? Yeah, it was just like, it's my fault. Damn, yes, they had a false is. start, too. They had a false... They were trying to lose this game. I remember that. I was just like, these, these, both of these teams want to lose. I'm glad I that wasn't was one of the people, like, like, bet on over or something. I'd be mad as hell. Like, that, that, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, uh, congrats to the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, yep. I always have a little soft spot in my heart for Tannehill. I want him to do well, but God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Should we move on to 49ers Packers? Yeah, man. I like this thing where I'm watching the highlights as we talk about it. It gets me, get me back into it, man. I love it. But, 49ers, yeah, 49ers beat Packers. the Packers 13 to 10. Uh, in a game where the 49ers did not score a single offensive touchdown. Did you see – I saw some crazy stat that Jimmy G has played three he, – he's played in three playoff games where he did not throw an offensive – where yeah. he didn't throw a touchdown and he's won touchdown. all of them? Yeah. That's insane. I don't know, man. They, uh, I'm concerned about <laughs> that offense. But what do you do, man? They won the game. I heard, uh, I heard about the. Uh, I hadn't thought about this at all because I don't really think about special teams. But I had heard about the uh, Packers being a number one seed with the worst special teams rated. You know, you know how they have all of the DVO uh-huh, or whatever. Uh-huh. According yeah. to that stuff, they're the worst <laughs> defense. I mean, uh, special teams in NFL. Yeah, and how nobody's been the to the Super thing. Bowl with uh, less with the lower than twenty fifth. Mm. That was the best that had happened twenty fifth. And then these, wow. <laughs> and these Packers were thirty second and still number one seed and show. Well, lost, yeah, they I, lost I, because I, of special teams. 
it obviously came back to bite them because it was a blocked uh, punt for a touchdown that was the 49ers' only trip to the end zone. Um, and they had a blocked field goal. And they had a blocked field goal. They scored ten, unan- they scored 10 unanswered points in the final five minutes in the snow. Um, it was Jordan Willis with the block. Um, and then and- when it got blocked, they all just had a meeting to, to talk about it. <laughs> Because nobody knew where it was. Balls in the air. They were just like, so um, so he kicked it. And then we were here blocking. And then. Well, Where's I, the, ball? the ball? the <laughs> ball? It's in the end zone, motherfucker. Look around, man. <laughs> the ball comes down. They pick it up on their own and run it into the end zone. I couldn't believe it. It wasn't much to say about the rest of the game except for uh, that, last pl- that last drive. Yeah. There's somebody wide open. And he throws it into double coverage. It yeah, was right. Lazard. Lazard. So, um, Devonte Adams was on a sort of a straight go route up the middle, and yep. Lazard and picks was, him up. Yeah, of course. And and he did the thing that he did is he he actually did a really good job of drawing not only the DB but the safety with him. Mm-hmm. Which left the middle of the field yeah. wide open. Like a decoy. And Lazard, Lazard was there for the, what was that? It was like third or whatever it was. Like it, 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 they needed eight yards. Like, Lazard yeah. was. I want to say it was second and 15 or something like that. Or or maybe yeah. third and eight, something like that. So I remember a second and 15 on that drive. Hmm. I mean, the fact, I, don't, I still can't figure out, like, I mean, obviously the Packers, you know, they, they scored on their first drive and then they didn't do anything. While, well, I mean, the 49ers were basically, they didn't they have like four straight three and out punts? Yeah. Right? I mean, Jimmy G was was uh, 11 for 19, 131 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. He also got sacked four times. Elijah Mitchell only had 53 rushing yards on 17 carries. Debo, the biggest threat the Green Bay needed to stop, only had 10 carries for 39 yards, three receptions for 44. How do you lose this game? How does this happen? Special teams. <laughs> it's crazy because it's because they didn't do anything on offense. Maybe the, 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 four, the 49ers had four straight three and outs and negative 10 yards at that point in the game. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand oh, how they managed. Good. <clears throat> I don't get it. I've always said, okay, look, here's the thing. I, I do think that, Lam, that home field advantage matters at Lambeau. Yeah. Um, but on this particular night, it kind of felt like it hurt the Packers. Why so? Why right? It was – well, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's around 14 Fahrenheit. What is that? Minus 10 Celsius. Mm, um, like I get that it affected both teams, obviously. But, you know, on on equal ground, without the elements to contend with, I don't see the Packers losing this game. Right? I don't because know, it affected. It dep- I mean, it wasn't like it was – it wasn't like it was crazy out there, the weather. It feels like a game in the elements um, affects the team with a better passing game. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, it and, does. And they, for whatever reason, despite the fact that they play in Green Bay, um, I mean, there has to be something to the fact that, you know, how many years have we seen the Packers dominate the regular season and then fall off a cliff in the playoffs at home. Because they're at home. Hmm. 
So you're going back on your home field advantage thing. I think maybe they're just not a cold weather team. Oh, they're not built like a cold weather team. I got you. Yeah. Because I was going to say in the past, man, the Packers were with the Brett Favre days. Yeah, but the past is the past. I'm talking about say, now. No, I, okay. I know. But I was saying um, as far as the weather hurting them, but, you know, they used to always go deep <clears throat> and, and win in the playoffs. <clears throat> I mean, it's crazy that Rodgers can't. Might be something to that, man. Uh, maybe Rodgers is not a cold weather quarterback. Maybe he's zero and four against the Forty ers in the postseason. That's insane. It, he did grow up as that his favorite team, so maybe he's I know. Not... And that quote from the draft is not aging well. Nah, you know where he says, "Oh, well, they're going to regret not picking me," and it's like, mm, well, they're still. <laughs> they're glad they get to play against you. <laughs> <laughs> they really show up when you don't. For the sake, uh, what do you think about this? I have for the sake of the playoffs. I actually do not like this result at all. No, um, Garoppolo in the post uh, game was talking about how you have to watch out for teams that get hot in the playoffs. This was not about getting hot, in my opinion. <laughs> no, this is about getting lucky. You got <laughs> exactly. You got this. You won despite not doing shit. Like, Garoppolo can't keep playing like that. He's going to be the first quarterback to go to the NFC championship game or to a championship game and get fired up. You know what I mean? <laughs> get yeah, because my my first reaction to this game was essentially, like, when it was over, was, okay, well, whoever wins the Rams-Bucks game is, is yeah. going to the Super Bowl. I was period. thinking that until I saw the Bucks play. Yes. Yeah, which is a good segue. We could actually sort of slide right in. Well, before that, before that, I I got some time uh, to uh, to get out there and talk to Aaron Rodgers. You know, this could have been his last game as a as a Green Bay Packer, and um, I thought it'd be best if I have a little chat with him. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was. uh, This is our version of uh, our our segment. Explain yourself, and I spoke to Aaron Rodgers. Here, here it is. Uh, Aaron. It's Jonathan from Spinnerfeld, Stockholm. Uh, you're considered a first ballot Hall of Famer and one of the top five quarterbacks of this generation. One seed in the conference, MVP candidate this year. How do you only score 10 points in a game? How, how do you throw zero touchdowns? I mean, I, I didn't have a great night tonight. Uh, well, yeah. I did a good job of kind of getting me off the spot um, and, you know, a better job of taking away some of the quick game that we got going the last time we played them. And, you know, I just missed a couple of reads, probably should have taken a couple of whole shot chances at certain times. And then obviously, you know, if I hit Allen on that deep end on the, uh, on the last drive, you know, that probably gets us out to about midfield and then we're, you know, Rolling. A couple first downs away from being in field goal range. So definitely disappointed by some of the decisions that I had tonight. Yeah, disappointed is uh, quite the uh, the word for that. <laughs> a lot of people are commenting on that last drive that you just brought up, and you seem to be forcing the ball to Adams when you had your guy wide open across the middle. Instead, you throw it into double coverage. Um, what were you thinking, man? They brought a pressure. We ended up picking it up on third down and probably had Allen on the deep end cut instead of, uh, you know, 50-50 ball for Dante there. So 50-50. Disappointing way to, way to end it for sure. 
Well, Aaron, I'd call that an 80-20 ball. There was only 20% chance he was going to catch that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're on the couch early in the playoffs again, Aaron. Uh, this team was supposed to be the one to get you there. You were saying before the season began how, or during the season, that this was the one. This was that the best you've felt about a team that you've been on. Um, so what, what are you going to do now, Aaron? Let us know. Explain what you're going to do. You know, I'm going to take some time and and uh, have conversations with the folks around here and then take some time away and make a decision. Um, obviously, before free agency or anything kind of gets going on that front. But, you know, it's uh, it's fresh right now. It's, it's, you know, a little shocking for sure. Mm. Definitely haven't, you know, was hoping to have, you know, a nice week after the NFC Championship to enjoy – lead up and and then start contemplating some things so i haven't even haven't even uh let the moment really sink in yet Damn, hmm. well thank you for your time mr rogers i i feel bad for him he sounds so I, I kinda, he sounds defeated <laughs> which he is defeated because he get on and you know and you know there's going to be this like endless parade of individuals who are going to line up to dance on rogers grave after all the stupid off the field stuff that he said, yeah. you know what I mean? It's going to be just a, a a ridiculous example of like virtue signaling, signaling and hot takes of the week. Uh, it's yeah. it's going to be so stupid. But the reality is this, which was um, something that I found interesting after the game reported by, um, I guess he works for the NFL network, Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Or is he with NFL? I can't remember. Uh, he's uh, the one of the most respected, you know, gossip. Yeah, uh, <laughs> news he he dropped <clears throat> he dropped this tweet. Packers now headed into the offseason projected to be at forty four point eight million over the salary cap. The NFL's Ooh. second most challenging offseason position behind only the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I was waiting on that. <laughs> <clears throat> this is before the team attempts to re-sign or tag Pro Bowl wide receiver. Devonte Adams major decisions loom. Mm. Um, he said, "Oh, another thing he said in that press conference was uh, he didn't want to be a part of a rebuild." Exactly, and they might not have a choice. You know what's interesting? What's that? What would could be interesting is if the team that was on the other side of that sidelines is his next team. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Is that is that what you're I'm not do? saying that. I'm just saying like they could. They're probably gonna deal Jimmy away. I don't know if they mm-hmm. think Trey Lance is the guy, but mm-hmm. uh, Lance could be do like Rogers did and study behind the guy for a couple of years till it's time for Rogers to retire, and then we got Lance who's back there. That could be interesting. The other team that I couldn't stop thinking about with regard to both Aaron Rodgers and maybe some of these other quarterbacks who may be on the move uh was tennessee i mean Mm. a defense that good with running backs that good with wide receivers that good and a coach and a coach that good all you got to do is plug in a rogers i mean talk about a damn to me damn Tannehill, you had it all served for you brother I'm telling you, dude, the Titans would be terrifying if you dropped in a Rodgers into that that lineup. 
I didn't even think about Tennessee. Hmm. I was thinking like Denver, Carolina, stuff like that. But Rogers no. could totally get into that world. You know what I mean? He could rock the cowboy boots and the hats and the, you know, <laughs> he'd be living as Green Bay is basically like redneck of the north. You know what I mean? Moving yeah. to Tennessee, he'd be fit right the fuck in. It'd be great. I've heard the fans are kind of tired of him too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I kind of think he's out. I think he's done with Green Bay. We'll see. Uh, well, I got basically everything wrong in this uh, <laughs> pigskin pickle. <laughs> oh, I haven't even looked at that yet. I'm still in first place somehow. How the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you must well, have crushed maybe, it in week one. Yeah, I did crush it in week one. I destroyed it, but geez, Louise. I heard you got a lot of things right in week one. Somebody was telling me that. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> the... Uh, the uh, next game is the uh, well, I guess towards the end of the night, I guess the, I got got a lot right because the uh, Rams beat the Bucks thirty to twenty seven. It was not that close. <laughs> mm. The uh, they had a little the the Rams turned into the heart attack Rams. You know, they, yep. they made it made it interesting at the end. But I, I honestly chalk it up to them getting bored. But uh, it was so great to see Brady having a little temper tantrum, and then I thought it was. I thought the beginning of the game was a little weird how the Bucks looked like they were just in a bad mood from the start. Yeah. Right? And I know I'm obviously a little biased, but but they looked like they were playing with this sense of entitlement. It was almost like Oh, really? Like they it was almost like they wanted to be the Cowboys all of a sudden, like you know what I mean? Like just playing playing like they were supposed to win. Yeah. That's that's the way they looked in the beginning to me. Well, um, <clears throat> well, they were not. But if I'll say this in their defense, um, when when you have to go up against guys like Aaron Donald and Von Miller, uh, wrecking drive after drive after drive, I, I would get a little frustrated too. I think. Man, oh man, that defense was flying around, except for uh, uh, our boy Jalen Ramsey getting cooked at the end of, towards the end of the game. Yes. They yeah. uh they were flying all over the place and firing on all the cylinders. The first half but was on like the, crazy. Yeah, yeah, on the line. I mean, they had Brady under pressure all day, and even when they didn't get to him, you had this feeling that the pocket was just constantly collapsing around him on every play. And 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 that was as we predicted too. Hmm. That Aaron Donald putting the pressure up the middle. Brady does not like that shit coming around his feet like that. And and Stafford. Was I mean, Stafford. Stafford came out hot. I mean, yeah. this dude was out there like sidearm. He had that one like sidearm whip sling pass to OBJ, deep yeah. shot to Higby. That first touchdown to Kendall Blanton, who I've never heard of. I don't even know who that guy is. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then um, and, the, and OBJ, man. I'm, I'm happy for that dude. It, what a funny rewrite on his narrative this whole experience has been you know what i mean yeah the, the problematic receiver in cleveland who you know Locker maybe room he's, passed his, he's past his prime like yeah. no nah, dude he's just this uh okay this touchdown drive w- was where we got our the the, the Rams touchdown drive is where we got our first taunting penalty um this that that kind of really started to make me notice this this um sort of we are the champs entitlement starting to boil mm. to the surface kind of thing with Adamic and Sue uh nearly sacking Matthew Stafford 
a play that resulted in an incomplete pass, but you know, Sue flattens the shit out of Stafford, gets up, and then starts pointing in his face and talking shit. Well, he said he like, kicked him. It, he did. He did I, kick I mean, him. Well, he probably tried to kick him off of him because Sue was like on top of him. No, no Sue kind of falls past him. He's okay. going after I'd him. have to go back and kind of yeah. Go check the tapes. Now I'm I'm I not saying Sue was right, but I'm saying I get it because Stafford did kind of. They used to play together too. Stafford did kind of throw that leg out there, kick him a little bit, and he was like. Yeah. Because he gets up, and I read his lips. I can't remember what he said. He said something like, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Yeah, did. yeah it, it, it was. It got ugly quick. Yeah, and, uh, and it, it got ugly quick. But, uh, I mean, he's got to keep well, he his basically, head there. I think he's got to keep his head. But yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's completely illogical. I mean, he does that. It's a 15-yard penalty, automatic. Um, you know, And then that leads to the 10 nothing lead. It's just like kind of a dumb thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Brady had the one running up on the ref, trying to get a. To me, uh, that was also stupid. Yeah. Um, it, it which was really funny too, especially considering that he had done this interview earlier in the week, um, where someone had asked Brady about, like, oh, people complain that you always you always get these soft calls, these roughing the passer calls, uh, and he said, actually, I. I don't think I get them very often at all. And the the numbers actually bear that out. He's right. He doesn't get compared to other quarterbacks. Somebody looked it up and compared to other quarterbacks, he does not get, uh, you know, he doesn't get more roughing the passer calls than anybody else. But then he admitted, he was like, one of the things that I do tend to get away with is talking shit to the refs. He's like, if I get away with anything, it's probably that. I was going to say, that's the narrative out there that he's always complaining. Yeah. And he got popped for it here in a situation that, in my opinion, he did not get hit in the chin. He got no. hit. He got hit in the chest, just below the face mask, and his head pops forward, and he bit his own fucking lip. Right, and it then we had enough, to sit. It wasn't enough for him to get all pissed at the ref about because he's bleeding. Yeah. So essentially, with with the Bucks out there throwing all of their goddamn toys on the floor, Matthew Stafford comes out and drops an absolute box of knives on these motherfuckers with a three play <laughs> touchdown drive. Yeah. Third and twenty, after Stafford gets sacked by Viaveda, when he drops back, he hurls it to a wide open Cooper Cup. How right. the hell do you leave Cooper Cup that wide open? Well, Cooper Cup is out there breaking ankles. I, I bet the defenders are <laughs> like, man, I got no choice. What's that move on on Madden? That, <laughs> the, that dead right leg, analog, right analog, the, and then left analog real quick, right and left that, analog. <laughs> that dead leg cut where he just like goes across the field, uh, and it results in a 70, uh, 70 yard touchdown uh, and a seventeen to three lead. I mean, this thing felt like it was just getting completely out of hand. You know who's gonna uh, be uh, Cooper Cup in the future? Mm. Jamar Chase. When he gets True. there, when he gets on yeah. that level of being able to assess defenses and all of that stuff, and he's got that speed yeah. like that, that's who. That's the comparison for Chase's. <clears throat> uh, and uh, and on that play, it, in the aftermath of that play to Cooper Cup, you had the Bucks. I guess this was their third unsportsmanlike penalty to Levante David at this mm-hmm. point, where he throws yeah. the temper tantrum and t- tosses his helmet on the ground, yeah. which led to the Bucks having to start their drive on the 14-yard line, which produced a three and out. Not helpful. Yeah. I mean, what the hell were these guys doing? Frustrated, man. 
They're getting there, they're getting beat up on the line. <laughs> they're getting beat around. Like they were getting bullied. But then they faced the bully in the second half. But I think the Rams kind of softened up and kind of uh went into autopilot. Well, also, you know, we started to see um, you know, oh, yeah. it, Acres it, with that fumble too. Well, exactly. All of a sudden it felt like the football gods were trying to weigh in. Um yeah. it was like, what's going on here? He fumbles right before the half, which would have sent them up, you yeah, know, twenty seven to three. Yeah. At the half, listen to this. Brady at halftime was ten for twenty-two, one hundred and twenty-two oh. yards, zero oh, yeah. touchdowns, and a pick. Oh yeah, um, don't forget more. that pick. That pick from the he's trying to play hero ball, throwing yeah. a fucking pick. That dude Fournette. had his number all day. That young. Safety. Oh, he did number thirty-three. I don't yeah. remember his name, but he was like he had a couple. Of, he had one that was also like a he broke up a pass to Gronk where he did that thing where he dove and he got that hand that top hand out and it yeah that was dope. Uh, Fournette only had 28 yards at the half. Evans only had 42. Stafford, on the <laughs> other hand, Stafford at the half was 18 for 24, 229 yards, two touchdowns. And I, I don't remember if I mentioned this before. Did I mention that Stafford is a former Bulldog? Did I say this yet? No, I don't think I said that. Don't get no better than that, baby. Yeah, he's a former <laughs> Bulldog. Cooper Cup at the half had four catches for 102 yards. Higby had 51. OBJ had 42. I mean... They, they were rolling them. They were absolutely rolling them. But here's the thing that I started to get a little curious about. And when you and I started texting about this, Akers at the half had 10 carries for only 26 yards. And he had a fumble, which was kind of like, I get it. I, I'm a little biased towards, you know, my former Bulldog, Sony Michelle. But I was like, why has he not had a single carry in the entire game? What's going yes. on here? Was he in the doghouse? Was he injured? Like, uh, I was surprised by that. And, and and Sony Michelle is not known for fumbling the ball. He's been great these last couple of weeks. Uh, but it was almost like they just – I don't know. I couldn't understand. That was one of my, like, explain yourself kind of things. Like, why didn't you yeah. let this guy back in the game? Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, I One of my favorite catches in the game was this OBJ catch. Uh, in the, the second one, half, basically a one-hander, but he put two hands on it, but he just had it in one on the, the touchdown. Is it that one? But it, no, 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 no. I'm talking about one where down. he caught. Where he gets it was almost like a scene out of the Matrix, where his feet were down and he was falling backwards in slow motion out of bounds. Yeah, and and it and it bounced off his hands at first, but then he managed to pull it in, and he was still his feet the whole time, just boom. Yeah. Oh, see, I heels. think we're talking about the same one. I thought it was a touchdown in my head. I saw it as a, it was, it was so, a fantastic catch. It was and, sick. and then and when they show it, it shows that like when he initially touched his hand, he had caught it. <laughs> like the one hand yeah. just gripped. Yeah. And he said something about how good the, his gloves are. I was like, that dude's a beast, man. Naturally, when the score became 27 to 3, this was obviously my favorite part of the game because it caused the broadcast to invoke what was clearly the worst night of my NFL fandom, uh, you know, because they start talking yes. about 28 to three. I was like, that's oh, what Brady great. was waiting on. He was trying to get it. To I was like, and apparently that's kind of what he was waiting on because the Bucks started playing desperate. The momentum started to shift, yep. um, you know, a one play drive that ended with a Cooper cup fumble. Yep, set up the Bucks to score too, their yeah. first touchdown. That made yeah. it twenty-seven to thirteen. Then came this insane sequence uh, where Von Miller gets the sack strip fumble recovery on Brady. One play later, 
it's like the Benny Hill comedy hour. Yeah. You know, the ball's getting snapped past Stafford's head. He's clearly not ready for the snap. Bucks yeah. recover at midfield, turn the ball over. Uh, on, and then they turn the ball over on downs five five plays later. I was like, what the hell is happening right Nobody now? Nobody wants it. And then came the Jalen Ramsey play that you mentioned where he got absolutely burned yeah. by Mike Evans, just roasted to yeah. make it 27 to 20. You can see him reach out um, to kind of feel for him to see where Evans is at, but Evans is gone. <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. Yeah. I can't touch him. And, inst- and instead of putting my man Sony Michelle in the game. Nope. With with two thirty two left on the clock and only a seven point lead, they hand the ball off to Cam Akers, who fumbles <laughs> it again on the Rams thirty yard line. Cocaine's a hell I'm of a like, drug. What are you doing, Sean McVay? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I yeah. And I was, I, and I here's was the, baffled. We were texting back and forth, like, what are they gonna win this fucking game? And you got to give the Bucks credit, actually, because they did everything right on the next drive, right? They got the ball on the 30-yard line with, like, just a little more than two minutes on the clock. So they ran a seven-play drive, ate up most of the clock, yeah. and on a fourth and one, uh, as everyone's thinking QB sneak, Brady hands the ball off to Fournette. What a play. Who, who, which was such a smart call. What a play. Um, and he runs it in, what is there, 40 seconds left on the clock at that point? 42 seconds. Yeah, but the only mistake that they made, they made one really dreadful mistake. What was that? And they forgot about my man, former (laughs) Bulldog, Matthew motherfucking Stafford, (laughs) leaving too much time on the clock, hitting Cooper Cup for a 10-yard pop, and then they come back with another 44-yard shot to Cooper Cup so that they can kick a 30-yard gay game-winning field goal with zeros on the clock. Matt Gay coming out, putting the dagger in their fucking chest, sending the Bucks home. You're out of the playoffs. Yeah, man. I bet that felt extra good for you. That was a Georgia Bulldog uh, that, that put out the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> It couldn't have been it. I, this scenario could not have been more perfect, unless it was actually. You know what? If it was a forty-four yard pass from Stafford to Sony Michelle, then it would have been perfect. Georgia to Georgia. That throw, no. that throw to Cup. Oh, first of all, it was the throw. What was the defense they were doing? I guess they're guarding the, the sidelines. They're guarding the sidelines, but that ball dropped yeah. in there, and Cup just catches it perfectly, and then Stafford's running down. Tell them I'm gonna spike the ball. It's just nice, man. It was it was really nice. It was it was the throw that Aaron Rodgers couldn't make. Yep. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have made because if that's double covered, yeah. maybe they throw it to somebody else to the day ground. That's true. It wasn't <laughs> double coverage. But Cooper Cup, man. I mean, what a fucking baller this Fantastic, guy! Fantastic, man. Fantastic player. One mm. of the top top five uh, receiver in the league. But their second half, the Rams' second half was like we'll crazy. Him. They're the, it, it, their possessions in the set after they scored the touchdown, their next six drives were the Cooper Cup fumble, a punt, another fumble, the missed field goal, punt, and then a Cam Akers fumble. Oh, it was so like, let them back in, guys, man. what are you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you gotta make it dramatic. Huh? That was Speaking not as dramatic, dramatic as the next game. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Maybe the best game, definitely the best divisional playoff game ever. But this is up there with one of the. I mean, they're. Uh, this is one of those games that get a nickname. 
Like oh if, yeah, what would the nickname be? I wonder. I don't know, man. The uh, the uh, Mahomes uh, uh, Bowl, Mahomes uh, Allen Bowl, the shootout. Maybe the fourth quarter shootout. I don't know the the shootout in Kansas City. I don't know. I'm not good at this shit. <laughs> it's got to be a better one than that. Uh, what's uh, I heard um, Bill Simmons talking about it. He said 13 second game. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Uh, they call the the the, the Ali Frazier fight fight the thriller in Manila. Maybe we right. could use the uh, uh, the shootout in Arrowhead. The Arrowhead mm. shootout, huh? That works. The Arrowhead shootout, maybe. We'll keep workshopping it. We'll yeah, get we'll there. workshop it. <laughs> Just spitballing here, man. Just spitballing here. Yeah. <laughs> but what a fucking game! Uh, the the Bills come out firing. And then the Can, Chiefs come out, and then it just never stopped. <clears throat> well, actually, it looked like it, feel, was, oh, the Chief, it looked like it was going to be under. I, that was another bet I thought we were going to lose. <laughs> it's because we yeah. said over, and then uh, it got quiet for a while, and then all of a sudden, I haven't seen Mahomes moving, uh, using his legs as much as this game. Normally, I wait to do this, but I almost kind of want to front load the QB stats on, on this game just so that for those of you who didn't see it, just to encourage you to go back and watch it because okay, John, okay, just to give the game some context of like how great it was before we even get into the details. Josh Allen is twenty-seven for thirty-seven, three hundred twenty-nine yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and he ran for sixty-eight yards on eleven carries. Mahomes thirty-three for forty-four, three hundred seventy-eight yards. God. Three touchdown passes, no picks, 69 yards rushing on seven carries, and he scored a rushing touchdown of his own. Both of these guys were playing out of their fucking minds. It's almost dude. like they were uh they were like one up in each other. It was like insane. Anytime he was, all right, oh, you got that? All right, all right. it was like <laughs> basketball. All right, bro, all right, all right, you gonna do you gonna guard me? Can you guard me? You know, it was like that type of thing. I- it was, and I love the way the Bills came out. Like, just, I mean, they were so hot out of the gate with a 13-play drive, seven minutes, uh, you know, taken off the clock, two successful fourth-down conversions, ending a one-yard touchdown to Singletary. Oh, yeah. Six straight game with a touchdown. You know, sadly, most of his yards came in the beginning of the game because he only had 26 yards the whole day. So he, he was a factor in that first drive, and then it was like he kind of dropped off. Um, but then the chief said, you know, okay, fine. Like you said, you want to play like that? Let's yeah. go. Okay. Cause then they go on an 11 play drive, take six minutes off of the clock, you know, with these play, with these Mahomes type plays, you know, he's got the shovel pass to Man. McKinnon. He's got the, I never you know, seen him third, scramble that much. Third, he was scrambling a lot. Yeah. He, he, the third down that he picked up with that 30 Mahomes runs for 34 yards. He gets the touchdown uh, too on the scramble. And then he, too. yeah, and that dive, diving for the pylon like a fucking superhero. I mean, it's like you, you knew after those first two touchdown drives, like, okay, we're in it. We're in for one right here. You know uh, what's a genius move? Andy Reid, a lot of teams wouldn't have done this, man. He was like, you know what? Tyreek Hill, you're going to return kicks too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like whoa these dudes are really bringing it all and that could have been what swung the game because they were put they got great field position yep and they were just going at it man it was fantastic and then uh the Chiefs stopped playing defense in the fourth quarter 
And then the Bills mm. were like, all right, oh, you want to stop playing defense? Well, all right, we'll stop playing defense. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane, man. I'm watching the highlights as I talk to you, just getting super hype about it again. Uh, how about and, how about Gabriel Davis? That motherfucker yes. had a hell of a night. Yeah, he had the, the two of the two touchdowns off of that. I'm watching his last touchdown where the defender falls down, and and there's 13 had, seconds left, and I'm like, oh, well, no, it's a minute 13 left. I can't believe that they scored third. so much. Yeah, my yeah. bad. So the Chiefs. So the game is fourteen to fourteen at the half. Um, Harrison Butker had already missed a cut. He missed an extra point and a field goal, yeah. right? Which which wound up looming quite large uh, yep. later. Uh, the Chiefs started out the second half with a field goal, and then they forced Buffalo to a three and out before going up twenty three to fourteen. Um, thanks to uh, well, you know, I I say that I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, my former Bulldogs had a motherfucking night, bro, because Miko Hardman, yes. how about that play yeah. where he's like running, he does the On jet the sweep to the yeah. corner and you're thinking like, ah, oh, he, he's got nowhere to go. And he does this double, this stutter step and he freezes like four dudes. Yeah. Two, at least two. That had a analog, chance to make the right tackle. Analog, you know what I mean? Just and just lean on it blasted yeah. through that hole for a 25-yard touchdown run. Uh, I mean, he got some good blocks, yeah, for sure. Give him credit for that. But, this, but, but uh, to stay in bounds and uh, and push it downfield like that was fantastic. And to not give up on the play uh, and the way he froze those guys, I mean, fuck it. You know, do what you got to do. If you got to crew up, queue up the grapefruit, fucking do it, man, because my Bulldogs were all over the place that night. It was fucking hot. Uh, Butker missed the – He hit. how many times did he hit the upright? Twice? That night? <laughs> no, I think it, one of them missed, and it didn't it just miss fully. It didn't hit the upper. I don't think maybe. But the but the funny thing was is that after that touchdown, you know, with the Bills obviously feeling like the game was starting to get away from them. I mean, what a response, right? Yeah. A one one play drive, seventy five yard strike from Allen to Gabriel Davis. Insane. Just Perfect absolutely throw. burned the deep safety yeah. over the top. Uh, Allen drops it right in a bucket, and then all of a sudden it's twenty three to twenty one. Uh, you know this game; it was just blow for blow. Yeah, Chiefs got a field goal. Then the Bills had a seventeen play drive, again converting two fourth downs. The first one was that fourth and four where Josh Allen nearly got sacked, and he scrambled. You know, doing the pump fake thing so he can get the first down. And that second fourth down was a fourth and thirteen. Yeah. After the two-minute warning, and he throws a 27-yard dart to Davis. That was the one where he – was that the one where he got the dude to fall down? Yeah. Yeah, Insane. that was the one where the DB – he looked like he fell into a fucking hole all yeah. of a sudden. Like the earth just opened up and swallowed him all of a sudden. <laughs> it's that stupid Disney movie, Angels in the End Zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, where Christopher Lloyd is out there helping people out. And they picked up the two point conversion, which was like, like, and it was he like was running around making shit happen on that too. Which was basically the only time you saw Stefan Diggs in the whole game. Stefan Diggs has, how would you ever imagine that the Bills would be in this game when Stefan Diggs has only seven yards receiving in the entire game? Insane. Insane. But also during that drive at the five minute, five and a half minute mark, we got our first Henry Baker sighting. 
Oh really? Did you see that? No, I didn't notice. <laughs> I don't watch them like you do. I'm not. I'm not around Traver- here. Like like Traverius you know, Ward. Traverius Ward got. <laughs> Traverius Ward got hurt, and in comes DeAndre B- Baker, forced to line up against Gabriel Davis. I was like, oh, oh god, no. this can't. This won't go well. Luckily, Ward came back after a couple of plays, okay. uh, so that Baker could go back to Robin dudes on the sideline. <laughs> He said, somebody say man. Somebody say man. <laughs> Yo, where's your wallet at, bro? <laughs> okay, so let's get into the final part of this game, right? Because the yeah. Bills have Bills have a 29 to 26 lead. Mm-hmm. Chiefs have the ball with a minute 54 left on the clock. Crazy. Yeah. It's and crazy. They go on the, this, time, the amount of time left is insane. They go on a five-play drive where three of the passes were incomplete. <laughs> three of the five, three of the passes on this driver incomplete. And then Mahomes just says, fuck this. From their own 36 yard line, he finds Tyreek just streaking across the middle, yeah. hits him in stride. And, and Tyreek Hill just, I mean, he just fucking dusts these motherfuckers and waves. Yeah, he throws up the deuces. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It was the deuce like, but- which they failed to catch. They did not. Call a taunting penalty. I'm sure he'll get fined for it later. He was saying what yard line he was at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the three. <laughs> right? So now now the Chiefs are up 33 to 29. Right? Game's over. Right? No. That's what I thought. Of course not. It was a minute game's and over. five now, no. right? We're at a minute and five. Of course the game's not right? ready. Yeah. You're at a minute five. Uh, they got all their timeouts, luckily. Yeah. The, the Bills. So Josh Allen... Puts the cape on, launches this six-play, 75-yard drive that ends with Gabriel Davis's four-touchdown catch of the game, God. right? So now it's 36 to 33. They leave 13 seconds on the clock. It has to be over now, yeah, I'm thinking it's right? Over. It's over. It's clearly Kansas over. Kansas City had their timeouts. And this is one thing I want to uh, throw in here real quick. Mm. Two of the top coaches in the NFL, they've not wasted a timeout on some bullshit throughout the game. You're absolutely correct. On some uh, avoiding a delay a game, or you know, some uh, got the yes. wrong play in, or whatever. They are I, very prepared. I do hope Mike McCarthy is at home watching these football games and and realizing that. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you need your fucking timeouts. You yeah. moron. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's part of it too. Like they both. Both of these teams did these huge things down the lot down the wire, and they both had all their timeouts. Here's the thing that I was really curious about. Uh, so, I mean, we talk about a lot of you know we we talk a lot about certain quarterbacks and how dangerous it is to leave too many too too much time on the clock. Yeah, but but 13 seconds. It's like come on. I mean, that's like superhuman. And then the fact that all these Monday morning quarterbacks are saying. Should have squib kicked it. What? Yeah. No, you kick it out the end zone and make them go all the way down the field. I mean, I, I actually give them a pass for that because that was one of the things that I kick it. Because it's like, who thinks that who you're going to do gonna anything go, in yeah. 13 seconds? 13 seconds, that's three plays. We're good. Uh, but what really happened was that Mahomes <laughs> in two plays – one was a 19-yard play to Tyreek. The other was a 25-yard play up the middle to Kelsey, yeah. which apparently they just drew up in the mud before they. Oh, good. Before the good. play, don't do something. I saw that. The, I saw the um, apparently the the epic Russian novel didn't cover 
what 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 Kelsey seconds. and Mahomes wanted to do. I saw the post game press conference between the two of them, and Kelsey said, "Hey, uh, I've noticed that you know when I do this move and I cut up the middle, I can I can burn these two guys and I can get open." Um, and and Mahomes he said we lined up to do the play, and he's like we had called a play. But then Mahomes turned to me while they were at the line before he hiked the ball and started saying, do it, Kelsey, do it. Like he basically changed his mind at the line of scrimmage. No, he didn't and say said, that. yeah. He said, he no, said, he did. Do it, Kelsey, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it. And he did it. Wow. Uh, and it set them up for uh, Butker to come on. Uh, which was not an autumn. I mean, given uh, the fact that he had missed two already, yeah. right? He missed an extra point. He missed a field goal. So you're a little nervous, uh, but he comes out and he kicks the 49 yard game tying field goal to send this thing to overtime. And then of course the biggest mistake that, you know, if you're going to say Josh Allen did anything wrong, yeah. uh, you know, he called tails. Yeah. What do you, what are you thinking, bro? I it's mean, always he's, <laughs> He's a listener to Spinnerfell, so I take full responsibility. <laughs> I take full responsibility uh, for Josh Allen fucking that up, and and I I hate the Bills, but yeah. I, I do feel bad for the Bills fan, fan base. I felt I, I legit felt bad. That's a game they deserve to win, but then again, the right team won. But I felt so bad. That's the worst way to lose. Well, the, obviously they lose the coin toss. Mahomes gets the ball. They do an eight-play, seventy-five-yard drive Just, that's capped yeah. off with this brilliant back shoulder touchdown pass to Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, I, I, I obviously I woke up and and saw the debate like everybody else that you know now we're going to have to argue about overtime again. Um, I I don't I am not going to sit here and pretend to know how to fix it. Um, but I do think I don't that think the it was, NFL, it was broken. I don't think that's broken. Whatever they, I I do. I actually do agree that it's broken. I, I understand the other side of the argument, which is well, you know, your defense should show up um, and give you a chance to, my, to win the game. My point is, if you're gonna, I don't want it to be where uh, I do get it. It would have been fun to make. It, it feels more fair that they both teams touch the ball. But also, they've been playing for three and a half hours, man. Yeah. If they, here's if they, the th- if they cut the here's game the, down some. <laughs> here's you know the part. Mean? Here's the part that I can't really like live with is that I don't know of a single professional sport where it is possible for only one team to decide their fate without the other team having a chance to respond offensively. Right? You don't. It doesn't happen in hockey. Doesn't happen in baseball. Doesn't happen in basketball. And I just don't – I don't think you really want to do what they do in college football because then the game can go on right. forever. Maybe they can um, do like the NBA. You got the, you got the 10 minutes, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. they shortened it to 10-minute overtime. Yep. Maybe at the end of that, whoever's winning wins. Like have another period. Mm. That That is one of the suggestions. There are a that's lot of interesting – I think that's a good one. I would be down There's a lot it. of interesting suggestions out there that – you know, maybe we could talk about them on another yeah. thing. Um, a lot of people are bringing up the spot overtime suggestion, yeah. where you get to you get to spot it, and then you, the other team gets to choose: Do you want to be on offense or defense? 
Um, they try I'd to like make to it like s- horse, man. It's football. <laughs> Give it another fucking eight <laughs> minutes, to ten minutes, and that's yeah. it, man. Yeah. And then the team could get the ball and slowly, methodically try to roll down the field. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's more yeah. about player safety that they won't do that one because the players, the unions are like, or the union is like, we don't want our players out there way too long. What if you have a kicker shootout? Yeah, it's football. You start from the you start from the thirty. Yeah, you go back way. to the forty. <laughs> you just keep working your way back. Yeah. Then uh, the the Baltimore Ravens win every overtime game ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. what if you have every kicker available in the playoffs and they just sit on the bench and wait and you could pick all right we're gonna take him this time <laughs> but imagine what that what would do fist to fight the... between uh coaches a coach fist fight at midfield <laughs> that doesn't seem very fair i think that having a kicker shootout would definitely raise the quality of kicking in the nfl right yeah yeah the kickers would be practicing their asses though Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, let's go into our superlatives. Yep. Who's uh who's the real MVP, man? Uh, it's easy. It's Mahomes. Mahomes, um, huh? Mahomes, because I mean, take your pick. I mean, you got the crazy sidearm throws where you know the guy's got his hands up in his face and Mahomes figures out a way to throw it underneath him. How well he ran the ball, the way he sees the field, the 13 seconds. The guy throws 177 yards after the two-minute warning in this game. Insane. Shuts the door in overtime to get his fourth straight AFC title game. Josh Allen was great, too. Obviously, it's a shame someone had to lose that game. But for me, I'm convinced that Mahomes is, like, not from – You the real MVP. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, My MVP is the Bills-Chiefs game. (laughs) <laughs> the whole game. That game is going like to be it. a game that we tell our grandkids about. People are going to remember where they were when they saw that game. And it's going to be referenced in every single last minute drive in the future of the NFL. This game. Mm. The time left, 13 <laughs> seconds, this happened. Two minutes, it, everything's possible because of this game. So this game. You the real MVP. It's going to suck for every quarterback from every here on quarterback. out. No excuses. Who, who, who has 13 seconds left and it's like, well, Mahomes did it. <laughs> and then Dak is like, see, if you could do that in 13 seconds, I could run for 12 yards and get the ball spiked. <laughs> uh, my trash of the week is the Packers. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. Uh-huh. 10 points. Word. Best quarterback ever. <laughs> Shaky defense that actually showed up. 10 points. The worst special teams in the league proved just how important that unit is in this game, basically giving the 49ers 10 points with the punt block and the field goal block. I was baffled as I watched Jimmy Garoppolo trying again to give a game up while the Packers snatched defeat from the hands of victory. This was supposed to be gimme victory of the weekend, and somehow the Packers blew it, and we probably won't see Aaron Rodgers in a Packers uniform again, (coughs) and we might actually see him on the other sidelines next year. Who knows? So... Mm. The Green Bay Packers on this day. You are trash. What you mm. For me, it's got to be Tannehill. Mm. I mean, 15 for 24, 220 yards, one touchdown, three picks, and the timing of those picks. Yeah. First play of the game, not a good way to set the tone. 
one at the beginning of the second half when you have a chance to rewrite the game script, and the third one uh, with the ball in your hands, hardly any time left on the clock, the game's on the line, it's tied 16-16, to and perhaps the indictment, the worst part of this, is that your defense gave you nine sacks. Yeah. Talk about your D giving you a chance to win. Nine motherfucking sacks. That is some serious fucking trash. In my you are trash! Hmm. Who's the scariest team left in the AFC? <laughs> we'll see. What shit did you learn? Did oh, you my learn bad. Shit? shit got learned. My bad. My bad. Do I go first? <laughs> shit sure. I got learned that everybody now knows. Mm-hmm. 13 seconds is enough time. <laughs> Quit your bitching. I thought the Chiefs Bills game was over just like everyone else when Josh Allen showed up on the big stage with the big boy pants on. There's no way they could march down the field in 13 seconds. It's impossible. <laughs> then the Chiefs shocked us all, and kudos to Har- Harrison Bucker for the clutch 51 yard sent into overtime where we were sure that whoever got the ball will win, and that's exactly what happened. So 13 mm. seconds. Is enough time. Nice. What shit did you learn? I learned that this might have been the most insane divisional round that I can actually remember in my lifetime. Yeah. Which is oh, easily. not it's not saying much because my memory isn't quite what it used to be, but and it's divisional round. Like who's you normally think four, of like Super Bowl and conference games. Four games, three of them end in walk off field goals, and the final one a game for the ages that will easily go down as one of the best in NFL history ends in yeah. overtime with three lead changes in the final three minutes and, and the 13 second shit. You also had this weekend, both number one seeds getting knocked the fuck out. I mean, yeah. are, are you not entertained people? Yeah. Come on. This is like, the I feel like, we, I feel like this should have just been the Super Bowl weekend. This was even the, the Super Bowl is going to be a, anticlimactic compared to this round it's crazy imagine how imagine if the super bowl like if all these teams just played it out on the same day like a like a three-on-three tournament (laughs) 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 all right uh scariest afc team i'm gonna go with the uh Bengals because uh, (laughs) i knew you were lying Gotta be the Chiefs, man. Uh, they probably faced their toughest <laughs> opponent already. So I gotta say, it's scary to try to face them now. Mm, I'm gonna say the Chiefs too. This was an otherworldly performance. Yeah. Um, and while they did get popped by the Bengals a few weeks ago, there is no way no. those Bengals are gonna beat these Chiefs twice, especially not, especially not if they roll out and and even perform half as well as they did against the Bills. I mean that that was ridiculous. Hopefully the hopefully Cincinnati can get that line right and uh give us a game. It'd be nice to see them mm. going at it, but I, I just don't see it. I will say this. Uh one thing that that does bode well for the Bengals is how bad the Chiefs secondary got burned yeah. in that game against the Bills. That that if they can keep Joe Burrow upright, they I got a chance to win this game and the that's the, the Bengals problem. have burned Buffalo, them before. Buffalo didn't have that issue at all. <laughs> Their offensive line was holding up. I mean, Buffalo's um, supposed to have one, like what number one defense in the league. That didn't that didn't show up. 
Well, <laughs> NFC team, scariest <laughs> NFC team. I'm gonna go with the Rams. They look bored at times, but they're the best team left in the conference. I'm gonna say the Rams too, but I'm gonna say it with one caveat. Uh, and that's that they need to sort out their second half performances. They did the same thing in week 18 against the 49ers and they got beat. Uh, it was great to see Stafford, you know, launch this epic comeback at the end. Uh, but I just feel like they have enough weapons where they shouldn't have to win games like that. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I just, I don't see the 49ers. I said the same thing about them last week against the Packers, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't see it happening. I don't see them beating the Rams. I think it's I'm I think it's gonna be Rams Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think so too. All right, we'll talk more about that later in the week as we get closer to these uh conference games. Thank y'all very much for checking this out. This has been fun. What a fucking week of football, man. Oh my brilliant. gosh. This is Absolutely why we love brilliant. the sport. This is why we love the sport. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh if you want to support us. Um, then go to patreon.com slash finfl and we uh, provide extra content there and uh, some fun stuff so do that and thanks a lot it's been Jonathan Rollins Skiff Mizara and we will holler at y'all in the future (laughs) peace later y'all up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 